Hobby Addict の時間です It's time for Hobby Addict And now here are your anime addicts Welcome to the Hobby Time. Hobby Addicts episode 244. I am Mitsugi and I'm joined by the wonderful Mason. How are you, Mason? Hello, hello.、Uh, it's a cold one out there today. I am I'm、oh, quite、really? chilled to the bone. Yeah, but、uh, I'm doing all right. Well, my, my girlfriend got me this lovely Fitbit and it says 28 degrees. Can you beat that? I. Can go on google.com and look up the weather, but、uh, it's probably like low 30s right now, but with the wind chill, it,、oh. it might be mid 20s. Oh, I see. You're going to pull out the old wind chill excuse. You know,、okay. I'm, a, I'm a Chicago boy. That's, that's our trump card. I don't really think, yeah. Personally, I don't think 28, like I used to think 28 was really cold when I first moved here, and now it's like I'm like, I'm like walking the dog with flip flops. <laughs> it's 20 degrees. I'm like, whatever. Listen, nothing is. Better than like seeing yourself become the strongest human alive when you know you go from summer to fall to winter and it starts getting like low 40s, high 30s, and you're like, ooh, it's, it's, it's quite frigid out there. But then you go through a winter and then you come out of it and it's like, you know, low 30s, and you're like, oh, it's t shirt weather, it's,、mm. it's beach season, and、it's、you're just、tough. like, your body has reinforced itself and become the pinnacle of human achievement. Yeah, you toughened up. You exactly. Got, you, you, got, you got your blood all thickened. Anyway, pe- people listening from like Arizona are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, on Hobby Addicts, guys, and again, thanks for tuning in, of course. Today, I'm going to talk Cobra Kai season three because, wow, so fucking good. And just binged it in literally no time. <laughs> it was kind of it was wonderful, but it was kind of sad to run out of episodes so quickly. And、uh, Mason's got the Hobby Hodgepodge, which I don't know what I just wanted、means. to hear you say that. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't hear that word very often. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> well, why don't we start there? Because、uh, I don't know. It's, it's just the mysterious of it is getting to me. Oh, I, I just put it down because I have started up quite a few things, but didn't have anything concrete enough to come to a conclusion on. You know, I finished. That book last week, but I'm still、yep. waiting for Dune to come in, so I haven't started reading that. But there, there's a couple activities that I've started up, and who knows if this will be a work in progress. But I, I think we'll do one of mine or two of mine and then jump to you. So you、oh, have time、okay. to talk about the show. But the,、okay. the first hobby that I've picked up is bass guitar. Oh, wow. You play drums now, though, right? I do play drums. I've, I've always been a very rhythmically inclined boy. I've always loved the drums. That was, I, I played trumpet a little bit in like the school band when I grew up, but I've always been a drummer. It's always been my thing. And being stuck inside with the family in a house where I did not bring my drums at home, I have been deprived of any. Right. Musical performance outlet that I would usually have with drums and just didn't feel like transporting that over and doing all that. So I essentially picked up a bass guitar and 
figured I might as well learn it because A, bass is very intimately linked with drums in a lot of music. They kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, and it's percussion, learning. right? I mean, yeah. And just the rhythm. Yeah, they pair together nicely. And I figured learning bass guitar and kind of by proxy guitar as a whole, I know there is quite a leap between the two in terms of like uh, composition sense that you need when mm-hmm. making music. But, you know, I, I've, I've never really played guitar. I couldn't tell you chords and all that stuff isn't needed in drums. So right. I've been playing for about a week now and I'm pretty awful at it. And my tiny little <laughs> baby fingers can't stretch do you as have far as fing- they need to. Do you have little hands? I have like pretty good sized palms, but my fingers <laughs> don't have that stretch. Oh, okay. So that, that's interesting. So uh-huh. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just a little. It's, it's, it sounds horrendous, but I'm picking up on it. Like I know that the first, I'd say, three months of doing anything is like the most exponential growth and development. Yeah. So I'm going to try to ride that wave the best I can to become somewhat competent. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, it's it's the same way with any instrument, you know. So at, at least you're used to like being in the role of maintaining rhythm, you know. So at least it's somewhat familiar to you. But like, if you were to play piano or violin or anything, it'd probably be a bitch at first. Oh yeah. So yeah, everybody starts with like Marrowhead Little Lamb. <laughs> you know yeah, we're I mean? doing the the basics of like rock songs you know you got your like seven nation armies that kind of stuff that's pretty cool learning some scales so anyone who's ever played guitar or bass is like oh my goodness taking me back to the cringe era of when i'm a terrible player but it's it's been fun so far and it's kind of scratching that itch Mm, okay well hey i I, as a fellow musician you know i uh i like to hear i like to hear this kind of thing you know because I just feel like not not as many people nowadays really um, give much attention to like musical instruments, you know, or like mu- musicianship, I guess. And they're not really teaching it in schools sometimes now. And you know, I feel like it's kind of rare to see someone that's like an adult that can play an instrument. You know, usually it's just like, oh, it's like, oh, well, you know, when I was a kid, I played, you know, guitar and then or the piano. electric triangle. <laughs> <laughs> The tuba, <laughs> the contrabassoon. Anyway, I think it's cool. So yeah, well, keep us updated on that. You know that it's uh, maybe you'll find that you like uh, b- bass even better than you liked, um, you know, drums. So, well, I don't know about that. I mean, uh, well, we'll I, I, if I wanted to be really cool, I play guitar or something like that, or versatile and play piano. But nope, just doing the lamest instruments in the band. But that's okay. That's my shtick. Yeah, it seems like all the cool guys, all the cool guys in school, always played guitar. Nobody really gave a rat's a rat's ass about piano. So you know, I was always just the nerd. <laughs> even as That's like fine. even in me, even in musicianship, I was the nerd. So, all right. <laughs> well, what else are you getting into? Um, I was briefly gonna talk about cyberpunk. I don't um, have okay too much to say on it. I uh, I picked it up from the library just because I wanted to see what was what it was all about and i was kind of upset that when i put in the game like it automatically like started updating it to the latest patch like i wanted to play this like version 1.00 like as like 
janky and broken as it like oh. would have been at launch. Like I wanted to see what it was all about. And I was kind of upset that I was deprived of that. Be careful what you wish for. Uh, you're, on a PS, <laughs> you're on a PS4, right? Exactly. A, a base PS4 with oh, no, sh- oh no pro. God. So I, I wanted the worst of the worst. And honestly, like for the first couple hours, it was pretty fine. Like I'm not really into FPSs, but I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I thought the mood, the, the, the acting, the mocap, the, just the sense of the city and the combat was pretty satisfying and fun. And I definitely was digging the first three hours of the game and pretty much had no issues besides the occasional I'd get out of the car and my character would just start trucking it in one direction without me like doing anything. That's fine. It's fine. Uh, I started running into troubles though at the end when I finish it. No, I I should say the end of the time that I played it. Oh, okay. Where I would be in conversations with a character and they would give me like options Mm -hmm. and I just couldn't, choose my option like i'd go up and down and it would just like zoom the camera in and out what but not let me like pick a different option oh wow that's not a bug and i was I like had. <laughs> this is like the like it's one thing if things are glitching out and messing up that's fine but when like your input isn't like converted into the game oh my god that's when it was just too like i i, I can't do it right now so uh it was fun while it lasted i'm glad i tried it Oh but definitely so, needs more time in the oven. So how many hours? How many hours into it did you get? Um, four or five hours, maybe. Not not too long. I got into where. Uh, talked with that the chubby fellow in the back of the car, kind of assigned oh, okay. the, my the, task the, and the gangster guy, sort of. Yeah, but I got out into the world. I started to be able to explore it, and got the feel for it, and just was like, no, what I'm. I'm good. I'm fine. I've had my cyber fill and uh, I can at least a little more eloquently talk about the game. So well, it, it, so- it was fun. It sounds like you had entirely different bugs than I did. Like I never had any problems selecting inputs or, you know, but I mean, ultimately they don't really fucking matter because the story doesn't, isn't affected at all by what you, by what you choose. Like ultimately you'll have to pick it like, there will be an option you will have to choose to continue the story. And a lot of the choices are just kind of there to let you like, you know, expand the conversation, I guess. But that's why. Yeah. Well, the, the other disappointing thing is, you know, I did obviously get a few crashes of the game, which you would think that that's a pretty big deal, but I kind of use that as a like timer to say, Oh, you're done playing for the day. So that didn't frazzle me too much, but it is a little upsetting when it crashes you revert to a save point and then have the same conversation and you pick different options, but the conversation doesn't change in the slightest. Right. And I'm like, this is, they obviously can't do that for every conversation, especially these early game stuff that makes no impact. But seeing the, the deceit, the illusion behind the choice is, is never a good look. Well, I'm not playing it either. Any, I mean, I guess you stopped playing it. I haven't been playing it. It seems like every day another patch comes out. Like I feel like there's about six of them that I have that I have that are like waiting to install. Um, I don't know. It's just wild stuff. So I don't know. I figure like six months from now, you'll be able to turn on your PS4 and download like eleven patches, and it'll work. <laughs> yeah, it'll it'll be so, golden. It'll get there. I, I don't doubt it. You pay full price for this game? No, I didn't pay for it at all. I got it from the library. 
Oh, you got it from the library. Yeah, okay. there's it's it's the beautiful thing. There's no risk. And uh get to sample a game and That's true, I guess. Yeah. So I, I I'm fortunate enough, obviously, to be in an area that has such a luxury. So I took advantage. It has a, does the library have like a large game selection? It probably has if I had to guess a hundred games for the PS4. That's a that's a fair amount. It's it's definitely hardy. It has a couple awful games like the uh, the Attack on Titan series. Oh my god! I feel so bad because a librarian isn't going to be like going out of their way to purchase you know all five Attack on Titan video games. Like there's some person in my district who is like, "Hey guys, can you please get the new Attack on Titan game? I would really appreciate it." Oh, and the library gets it. And then this one guy plays it, probably loves it, but then it either sits on the shelf and no one wants it, or some kid is just like, oh, I this looks cool, and plays it and is disappointed. So, <laughs> But oh, they have okay. some good games there, too, so it's not all it's not all bad. So, so you can recommend what games? Okay. Uh, well, that's a pretty nice library if, you're, if you can like put in a game request and they'll actually get it for you. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. pretty surprising. All right. Well, cool. Well... I guess the hodgepodge will continue, but are you trying to take a break? I I want to hear about Cobra Kai because you have been, you've talked about it before, but yeah. I think you've not had the enthusiasm and zeal that you have at the moment. So yeah. I want to hear you in, yeah. at your peak. Yeah, Cobra Kai is fucking awesome. Uh, it's I talked about I talked about like season I talked about it before earlier. This show is just great. It started off it started in 2018, I guess. It looks like I'm on IMDb and it says. Uh, 2018, I guess is like the launch date, but, um, but the, this is the third season. It really follows the story of the karate kid again, yet again, I'm explaining it again. If you've watched the karate kid, um, there's a lot of like flashbacks to the movies of the karate kids. And, uh, a lot of the main characters from this were in the original karate kid films as kid as children, like they're grown up now. And this third season, you know, there's some. Season two ended like in a wild cliffhanger. I mean, totally nuts. And kind of like a brutal place actually to just leave the audience because it, it involved the characters like health, you know, like maybe they weren't going to live, stuff like that. And then season three picks up and it's turning into like this. Um, it's almost like developing like shonen tones because there's like all these kids that do karate and there's all these karate schools there's like three of them now there's there's Cobra Kai there's the Miyagi Do which is like Mr. Miyagi and um then there's uh the the school like another school kind of gets like spun off from like the other two in this season and um they're kind of like putting everything on the line to determine like which which karate schools can can continue to exist based on who like based on the results of like the tournament that's going to happen it's like I guess probably sometime in season four or five. I I actually heard that this season this series might get as many as six seasons, but we'll see. This is just the end of season three, and the you know, it jumped to number one on Netflix like immediately, and the rating on like IMDb is like off the charts. It has like an eight point seven. Uh, it's the third most popular like movie or for, or TV show on IMDb right now, so it's pretty popular. Bang! Um, that's that's I, that's saying something. And season four is already booked, I guess, for 2021. So that'll come out here, I guess. And they already have episode titles out for them. So, and uh, you know, there's a lot of cool fighting. Like you know, there's there's a pretty good amount of hand-to-hand combat. There's a lot of tensions between like 
like the like the heads of the karate schools because they're they were like in the old karate karate kid movies because they're all like the teachers and they have like some of them have like a lot of animosity towards each other and so you got to see some like there's like you got your like old teacher fighting the guy who used to be the student and so like they're both adults now and they're like master and student are fighting then there's like you know, these battle royales of these, like, high school kids that are just, like, they all know karate, and they all have, like, half of them are, like, in one school, half of them are in another school. They don't like each other much, and they'll just, like, ambush each other and just start beating the shit out of each other. Like, uh, one, like people getting, like, their arms broken, like, all this, their faces bashed in. Like, it's, it's a little, it's not super violent. Like, it's probably PG-13-ish. But, um, you know, we're not like, we're not like cutting off people's heads and shit, but, but, um, and, uh, but like, man, the season went so fast. Like my girlfriend and I, we started watching it like on Monday and I think by like Thursday night it was done. <laughs> we just blew through all 10 episodes in like a blink. And now I'm kind of sad cause there's no more of it for, you know, however long, probably a whole like year. And, uh, but it's pretty, uh, it's pretty sweet. So Netflix has just got a lot of good stuff going on. There's so many good like TV shows on there, and uh, I don't know. You have you watched The Karate Kid at all, uh, Mason? So I watched the first movie, and it's pretty good. It's a classic. And I think when you talked about Cobra Kai season two last time on the podcast, I started up season one and I watched maybe half of season one, and I thought it was fine. I didn't. I, w- I was digging it, but I think the my family as a whole, and by that I mean probably my mom, just wasn't wasn't quite just violence and stuff isn't quite up her alley. So yeah. I think it kind of faded out, but it was an enjoyable first half from what I remember. So I I know what you're talking about. I I, I got the feel of the show, and I it definitely was like setting up a lot of characters and. You know, it was in the beginning stages, so it'd be cool to see where it grew into. You, you know, it's crazy, and I just realized this. I, I, I actually hadn't realized this prior to just now, but the original Karate Kid has these three actors in it: Ralph Macchio, William Zabka, and Martin Cove, which are um, the you know the Ralph Macchio is the Karate Kid, and then um, William Zabka is like the the rival in the movie. And then Martin Cove was the rival's teacher, like the bad guy. And they're the same fucking person in the in this TV show. It's the same exact actors. Like the, mm-hmm. the Karate Kid came out, I just realized this, came out in 1984. And 30 fucking six years later, the same exact actors are still alive and they're still acting and are in the TV show. That's dope as hell. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. What That's really, fuck, it's dude. one of those things where the idea that it exists and like they got the same people. Like, that's almost even more incredible than the show itself. Like, I just want to imagine that these actors are just, you know, maybe down and out like their characters are. And all of a sudden they get the call like, hey, we're getting the band back together. And they're all like super ecstatic about it. So that's that's got to be cool to have like that nostalgia mixed into the present so eloquently. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat, and I think and you don't really have to have, have you don't really have have to have seen the Karate Kid to enjoy the TV show. Um, you know, I haven't seen it in twenty years probably, and I'm pretty sure my girlfriend hasn't seen it. She, you know, we're just enjoying it anyway. You know, it's it's been a lot of fun, and I'm kind of glad I took a shot on it. Like, uh, 
you know, one night at like 11 p.m., I think I was laying there in bed and, uh, you know, girlfriend was asleep. And I was like, you know, I want to, I'm not tired. And I just kind of threw this on because I think I had seen it on YouTube or something. And yeah, it um, started on YouTube. Right. And then moved to Netflix for season two. Right, right. And so I'd seen the previous word on YouTube, I think. And I was like, you know what? I recognize the name here. So I, I flicked it on and it was so freaking good that, like, you know, we we never went back. So. If anybody hasn't like picked up picked up Cobra Kai yet, it's uh it's pretty good. You know, it's pretty it's got a lot of funny scenes in it too. There's a little bit of romance, um, but mostly you're in it to like, you know, watch all the kids punching each other and stuff. So, <laughs> so it's uh it's pretty neat. So uh, that's the Cobra, and I and I think that I'm not really sure which season was the best. Like they've all been good. I I uh, I, I would say that it hasn't like started going downhill or anything because it's on its third season, you know, we're still, you know, like, uh, uh, Bates Motel hung in there until like season, the end of season four. And then it ended up not being that great in season five. And we'll see with this one, but, uh, you know, it's, there was a tournament scene like in season one or whatever. So it's, uh, at the end of season one, I think maybe. So that's kind of hard to beat because everyone loves the tournaments, but we're going to have a badass tournament coming up here in like season four. So really excited for that. And that's Tournaments I, just get the people going. Oh, also, I will mention um, one more quick thing. I started watching a TV show last night, uh, and uh, I'm not sure if we'll, how far into it I'll get because it, it, I think it earned a second episode based on the first episode, but a little unsure. It's called Sweet Home. It's also on Netflix. It's a zombie movie or zombie TV show. Um, it's Korean, and there's like. I don't know. I don't really understand all of what's happening yet in this show. I've only seen one episode uh, and this just came out, but the, like all these people are like in this, ho- like in this apartment building and like zombie, basically some kind of a viral illness or something starts breaking out. And there's people like trying to get into each other's apartments. Like this lady's like bashing her head into this apartment door. Like it's, it's fucking violent, like bloody and like really spooky, like some spooky, like the, like, uh, like, uh, like the grudge esque images of like people moving really weirdly and stuff, and and then at the end of the first episode, there's like this guy outside this apartment building, and he's like a super zombie or something because he like opened his mouth and like a tentacle comes out of his mouth and like impaled this dude and like sucked all of his like fucking fluids out, like the like that one monster from a uh, Starship Troopers, <laughs> and like just drank this dude and he killed him. And uh, I'm like, what kind of a zombie has like a fucking tentacle coming out of his mouth, like some like some shit from Alien? It's pretty. It's rated R. It's on Netflix, so it's called Sweet Home. I don't know why it's called that, but um, you know, does it take place in Alabama? No, it takes place in Seoul, the the, the Korean district, <laughs> wherever the wherever wherever the Korean uh, equivalency of Alabama is. That's where this takes place. Gotcha. But it's uh, if you want to, if people are looking for like a horror show, because there aren't usually too too many of these. Like, if you're looking for like a horror show that just came out, it's it's got a seven point four on IMDb, so it's like pretty pretty okay score for a horror for horror, because usually horror doesn't get great reviews anyway. Um, probably worth checking out. I'm gonna give it another episode based on the first one. I will say it's a little campy, so there's a little bit of like silliness with the monsters. Like they're kind of, you know, they're a little over the top. Probably you would say, so we'll see. If anything turns me off on it, it'll be that. But we'll ha- we'll have to see how how it pans out because episode one had a lot of. There was enough spoo. It's not it's not spoopy. It's definitely spooky. 
So is it more like jump scare, more like gruesome, more just like suspense of like someone like clawing at a lock is like the the zombies slowly meander at them? I would say it's like creepy, very creepy. Like watching, okay. like watch it, like like uh, like there's a scene where this woman's like talking to this boy through like a uh, like a camera phone on on his door, on his like apartment door, so he can see her from the inside. She can't see him, I don't think, but like he can see her. And she's like, he had just seen someone like eating a corpse out in the hallway, and he ran back in his room and hid because it was the first time he'd seen anything like like weird like that. And then he's like, this girl like knocking on his door and ringing his doorbell real hard, and then she's like talking to him and crying, and like during as the as the conversation really, you know, goes on and on, she just starts to deteriorate basically like mentally and just becomes like a crazy person. And, like, there's, like, blood coming out of her nose and her eyes and shit, like, all this, you know, as, like, the virus or whatever starts to fully take hold. And, you know, and then she, like, kind of scurries off like an undead, you know, like, like just creepy shit like that, you know? So, it's typical yeah. zombie stuff. So, uh, it's uh, it's worth checking out if people want to take a chance on something that's horror. So, Sweet Home is what that's called. It's a weird title, like I said. Sweet Home, Alabama. It's cornbread. Uh, it came out December of 2020. I mean, it's fairly, it's pretty new, and uh, it's, you know, it was up there on the towards the top of the of the Netflix chart as well. That's how I, that's how I always find all this shit. So it's always like some 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 TV shows like number three, and I'm like, oh, what's that? So now there's some TV show with uh, Nicolas Cage about swear words. Yeah, I saw that. So I wasn't. Really I, sure. I should say I saw that it exists. I have not seen the show yet because. Yeah. <laughs> It's not quite my my alley. I don't really. Nicholas Cage is okay. I don't like him all that much, but he's, all right, well, maybe, he's fine. Maybe maybe it's back to the hodgepodge. Yeah, yeah, we can do that. So uh, this is more of a a call to arms for the uh, the audience. But I've been doing a lot more cooking as of late. Uh oh. Just being inside, trying to help out around the house, trying to pull my weight. Figured, oh, I'll I'll be making some more dishes and chefery, and I. I'm I'm looking for recipes that uh, listeners tried and true go back to time and time again. Uh, we have the the loot for food channel on the Discord, and I've, oh, yeah. I've put out a call to arms there, and I've gotten some submissions as it currently stands. But I want more. I need more food ideas, recipes that you love. Um, you know, we've my family very often like finds a dish we like, and then goes back to it a little too often. So I'm trying to shake things up a bit. So. Uh, cooking, please give me, give me ideas. I need them. <laughs> All right, you heard it. You bring uh, you. What you need to do is you need to work on like the staple cooking dishes. You know, you need to be able to do like a spaghetti. You need you need to be able to do like a, like a stew. You know, yeah, St- stuff like that. Uh, and then you and then you get fancy from there. But like, sure, uh, sure. And there's you know only so many ways you can do chicken thighs, but. There's more ways than I've done, and my family has gotten gotten into the rut of being acceptable with. But you know, we've been around each other long enough. I want to spice things up, so so that's that's one thing I'm looking forward to. We we we've been doing a fair amount of cooking here, but a lot of the time it's like we're, we we cook to get the macros that we need. You know, gotcha. The food so. is numbers. The food is raw nutrition into your mechanical bodies. Less, 
I mean, a uh, culinary adventure. We'll do like protein pasta with chicken meatballs and like air fried zucchini, something like that, you know. But that's not really all that hard to do. You know, you kind of cook the noodles, you you put the zucchini in the air fryer, you uh, you cook, you get the meatballs in the skillet until they're browned, and then <laughs> and then you. Com- I mean, cooking and you doesn't need to be them. hard. That's true. You know, I guess you're right. Your co- your cooking is valid, Mitz. Don't don't let anyone okay. tell you otherwise. All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, cooking's fun. It's kind of cathartic too, actually. So, it uh, you know, you get to like do things with your hands, and you know, it's almost like you're like a woodworker or something. You're just like using food. It's kind of neat. Crafting, yeah, it's it's a good time. So, cooking yeah. is. Almost as fun as actually eating your creations. So you need culinary recommendations. So people, I do. I do. And I, yes, I know I can just go to uh, foodnetwork.com or something and just look up whatever Elton Brown recommends. But it's Who's, more fun when someone's like, I can vouch for it. Uh, I make this recipe all the time. Big fan of it. Like someone in the Discord posted a recipe that was just like a picture of like, their cookbook with like a bunch of like written in notes like oh i like doubling this because it like that's the kind of stuff i'm looking for where we get that that homely homely sense to it who is elton brown elton brown elton brown i get elton brown is the uh the goat of oh cooking slash food network he is just a big old nerd that will tell you why something tastes good by using basic like scientific principles and he just has a really quirky demeanor and like way of approaching things he's kind of like a bill nye the science guy for cuisine and he's on a ton of shows but just usually if he says something there's a high percentage chance that i will trust it and accept it gotcha okay well you heard it here uh what else you getting into um that's Mostly it obviously still running, trying to do that. Um I had a couple other things, but I wanna I wanna save them. Can't can't spill all the beans at once. I have um, you, have you been have you been doing any lifting? I not really. I the gyms are open where I'm at, but being around family and just trying to keep things safe. Right. Just I have not gone, so I've been doing whatever weights I can kind of like kind of finagle around the house doing pull-ups and push-ups and you know weighted movements but it's it's not the same but and I miss it but it's it, it is what it is how about how about yourself you're squatting your 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 uh, hockey bag exactly exactly that was <laughs> I, yeah I was doing that for a while I like to see that um yeah I mean uh we, I'm up to like maintenance now, so I'm not cutting anymore. And we're trying to find like, we're gradually reintroducing all the, all the food to, uh, get my body, like, I guess, optimized to use the fuel that it's given without before I, but before I get to the point where I'm gaining weight. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm back up to like 22, 2300 calories a day, which is like, you know, roughly maintenance for me. And, um, and then we're going to go from there. But, uh, but yeah, like when you, when you get to this point, when you start like balking, I guess, uh, when I do get to that point, like you really have to lift. Like if you don't, you just become like a pudgy person because, because you're eating like a lot, but you're not really lifting. <laughs> so, so I think you really have to, 
Um, I'm just amazed by how like how expensive gym equipment has become like online. Have you looked that shit up? Because it's wild. It's like yeah, dude. It's not affordable. That's for sure. It's like uh, four hundred ninety dollars for a pair of adjustable dumbbells. <laughs> it's like I, I you know I've thought about it in the past, even before all of this. But I think I'm one of those people that I, I like going to the gym. Like as convenient as it would be having it in say my basement or my bedroom, um, like having something to force me out of the house. It gets me like in a concrete mindset when I'm there. Is nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll all be back to our normal gym routines before you know it. So it would be nice. It would be nice. I'm, I'm still rehabbing my back, so I'm kind of, you know, trying to be trying to be careful until it like settles down entirely. So it's a it's a tough thing. What else you got? Anything else? Um, still watching West Wing over on HBO Max, which is. Uh, far and away, the worst serving, ser- er, worst serving, worst streaming platform really? I've ever had the displeasure of using. It's been a nightmare. Wow, you said that's, I've that's I've shame. I've heard it's worse on through like the Comcast Xfinity network, which is what I have. But oh boy, does it it does not remember the shows you're watching, where you're at in them. Like every time I open it up, I have to research the show, refine the episode. It doesn't let you skip to the next episode. Or like oh, skip really? an intro, like wow. it is nothing but a hassle, and it's worked better on like PlayStation. But how how are you like this established a franchise and this established a streaming network and still have issues with a pretty you know popular interface through Comcast? It's uh it's been rough. So as of right now, HBO Max uh, do not recommend to like replace the Netflix experience. Well, we wanted to get we wanted to get HBO Max for South Park. I think we still might um, cuz we just love South Park and as I think you do as well. And uh, HBO Max is getting a ton of good stuff and content. I I will talk about it on the episode the main episode, but I mean the new Ghibli films coming out on HBO Max, they release a whole slew of other anime films coming out, so it's they have good stuff on the platform, no doubt. Yeah. So well, it's it's HBO. So isn't that expensive too? It's I feel like it's 16, 17 a month. That's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that's way too much. Oh my god. Okay. Well, yeah, that's bad compared to like some other services for different reasons. Like all these services, some of these services just have issues. But not, not, but not remembering like where you were in a show is kind of un, is kind of unacceptable. So, but you know, uh, it's not the only one that's like that. Like I think uh, like Verve has issues sometimes. Like it'll restart me like in an episode, or and I think Funimation as well. Well, like you'll, it'll I think Funimation especially. It'll you know it'll have like the colored bar on the bottom that'll say like oh you're halfway through the episode and then you'll you'll start it and thinking you're starting it from where you left off and it'll just start you back from the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, I, I I'm always just, you know, not that, not that, uh, you know, I'm I'm fine to just like kind of hold the forward button for thirty seconds till it gets to it. But I mean, and listen, if you do it mainly through your PlayStation, I think a lot of my issues will be abated. Mm. Well, we we do use PlayStation, but we also use Roku TV. So the Roku I'm TV sure it'll work better for that. 
the Roku TV is really nice. So it's, uh, I talked shit on Roku TV for like a long time and then I got one and I was like, well, you know what? This is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) It's like one of those things. So it's pretty good. Well, that's about, I don't have much else to talk about, you know, um, I haven't really played any games this week, hardly. Um, and, uh, just watching lots of like TV shows and we're, 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 we're rewatching the end of Dr. Stone to ramp up for this new season and, and, uh, watching Attack on Titan and stuff like that. So that's about all. So, so we can wrap it up Excellent. here if you want. Yeah, I, I think I'm about hobbied out. All right, guys. Well, hey, if you listen to this and if you enjoy these hobby addicts, thanks so much for doing so. I mean, I know it means you're supporting the podcast and, you know, it means a lot to us that you're willing to support us. So we'll keep doing these uh, fun little hobby roundups to uh, help you get recommendations and fill you in on things that are happening. And, you know, just thanks. Thanks again. And we'll see you next week. See ya. Peace out.